live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. The number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Uh, we give you the features there on the site completely free, so enjoy those. The uh, main feature actually allows you to control the content, the stuff you see in the main page, in the main column there, all created by listeners like you. You can go and get interactive at freetalklive.com. Dot com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian and Meg and Mark. And of course, as always, uh, there's stuff to be discussed here. Breaking news today where a government so-called representative has been shot in the head and apparently has actually survived uh, the, the gunshot wound. The assailant, who then apparently turned and sprayed the crowd uh, with bullets, is also still alive and he uh, did not attempt to take his own life, as I understand it, but the police have taken him into custody. I suspect he'll uh, wish you that he had done that uh, relatively shortly. Yeah, there... it sounds like one of those uh, wanting-to-be-killed-by-cop suicides. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Uh, suicide suicide by... by cop. Yeah. It, it sounds like it just didn't go to fruition in his case. So, Yeah. Uh, so that's what's happening. I'm going to give you some more details on it here. And, and, of course, the important question is going to be what's going to happen as a result of this. Because for, for the last... I don't know, a couple of years, few years, several years, they've been, the government guys, especially at the federal level, have been talking about the domestic extremists, right? And and how that, you know, they're just as dangerous as the uh, the terrorists and, you know, we need to be uh, be ever vigilant and if you see something, say something and, you know, creating this kind of police state, uh, this security and, statement. And there's nothing the government wants to protect more than itself. Uh, I mean, this uh, this this Gabriella gal is, uh, is is certainly, you know, she's a representative, U.S. representative. So Giffords. Uh, so certainly she's going they're going to be very upset. Why? Yeah. I mean, you know, if they just shoot some of us mundanes out here in the uh, real world, no big deal. You start shooting some of the uh, the the big time po- politicos, then that's going to be a big deal. Well, they might have made a big deal out of this. Uh, either way, I mean, he did attack a crowd full of people, mm-hmm. and that's anytime somebody goes crazy with a gun, you can people always expect into McDonald's the- and post offices and things like that, uh, and have shot uh, crowds of people in the past. And if- usually, people call for uh, more gun control mm-hmm. and more government uh, involvement in, in people's lives as a result of that and but you're right mark they're going to call for more of it than they ever would now because this is an attack on the system itself well plus these things are usually media events so there's probably media coverage of it anyway absolutely especially because there's a politician involved and apparently he walked right up to her and you know basically attacked her yeah. Um, so it was, atta- was a- it was an attack on her, and then he just sprayed the rest of the crowd. There was a time in U.S. history when you could walk up to the president and uh, you know see him. Uh, the guy who uh, uh, shot Andrew Jackson just walked up to him and did it. And um, actually, Jackson took the gun away from him. I think he shot him. But the um, you know you're going to see. You're going to probably see representatives and senators now being protected uh, on a much higher level. Secret Service. On, you know, more people. That's what I would suggest. Representative Gabriel Giffords of Arizona was shot in the head when an assailant opened fire outside a grocery store during a meeting with constituents, killing at least five people and wounding several others in a rampage that, uh, so says, rattled the nation. Giffords was among the at least 10 people wounded, and the hospital said her outlook was optimistic that she was responding to commands from doctors despite having a bullet go through her head. 
Yeah. The hospital Through said a, brain. a nine-year-old <laughs> child was among the dead, as is a U.S. marshal, or excuse me, and a U.S. marshal said a federal judge was also fatally shot in the attack. Uh, of course, they don't bother to tell you who the other victims were, which were also human beings who have lives and families and or had lives and, and families. Uh, they don't bother to enumerate them. Uh, but apparently the sheriff is saying that six people are dead in this. And so it's a significant you know, attack. Yeah. So 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You're certainly welcome to share your feelings on this. But the, the question is, what is going to happen as a result of this? Is, are there going to be some changes to you know, the way uh, gun policy is handled in this country? No, you know people are going to be calling for that. Well, I think it was also uh, heavy. The articles that I've been reading were heavy on the fact that this was done because this uh, lady voted for like health care reform or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, she's a Democrat. Yeah. And so I think this is going to be pushed in a very, you know, anti extremist fashion towards the right wing nut job type things. But they're going to lump in all of. Everybody else in people. there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Even though this guy, from what I can tell, my initial, I have not dug deep into him, but from what I can tell, he doesn't sound like a liberty guy because he wanted to attack the ACLU. And that's one of those things where conservatives hate the ACLU, but liberty minded people understand that they, they pick some really good issues sometimes and they do some good work. So it seems that's my first initial response is like, this guy does not appear to be part of the liberty community, but I think Meg's absolutely right. They're going to zero in on the so called domestic extremist aspect. He's a Tea Partier, and of course, the Tea parties some of them attend you know some libertarian types attend the tea parties and so if you've got a constitution or you've got a you know ron paul bumper sticker you may become under suspicion well i think it's more than that though because it it seems like they're trying to create like a hate crime out of attacking democrats now because you know they're so wounded and hurt from all these things that people are doing to them for trying to help people with this health care reform or you know all their other planned agendas that you know people really disagree with but we don't go to these extremes with it well that's uh, that's the the meme out there the uh, the suggestion is is that the republicans are much more dangerous than the democrats and the uh, or the gun carriers they're more dangerous but you know if you look at um the, what the, there was Catherine harris she was a uh, a politician in, in florida a uh a, a guy, a Democrat, tried to run her over. The Unabomber right. was a lefty. Um, I mean, you know, and he sent, he killed a whole bunch of uh, professors and uh, politician type folks, and certainly injured others. Um, I think uh, another good example, obviously, the Hinckley fellow who shot Reagan. Um, you know, there's there's no shortage of people on the left that are willing to, you know, use violence to get what they want. I mean, and that's what politics is. Politics yeah. is violence to get what you want. This guy just decided to pick up a gun and do something about it. Because and it's not now, the answer, of course. You can't. I agree, but you can't tell me that that politician isn't employing violence too. This uh, Giffords lady, she voted to have the government force you to have health insurance. Well, what happens if you don't decide not to do it? If you decide, you know, I'm sick of these people telling me what to do. I'm not going to obey their dic- dictates any longer. They'll probably dock it from your paycheck. Well, they'll throw you in jail at some point if you they decide might. that uh, if you if you don't want to do that. Typically, so that's you what can't backs tell me up. that's not violence. Right. Typically, that's what backs up most government, all government programs, is the threat of a jail cell or the threat of death, the threat of violence being used against Politics you. Politics is just well disguised violence. Yeah. This guy didn't disguise his. Right. And so, of course, that's from from that perspective, some someone could say, well, he's justified. They're aggressing against him. And so therefore, he, you know, he's justified. It's just self-defense. But I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. But no. it's just getting sad that people are getting pushed to that point now that like 
They but you got the guy that flew the plane into the building yeah. a little while back, sure. It's like this has become their only option. You know, just they've reached a breaking point. Well, and I know that that's how I used to feel. I used I to feel like those people. And you see so many different uh, horror stories out there. And, uh, you know, whatever you want to talk about, the police abuse and the, the police state and, and all kinds of, you know, more government intrusion into people's lives. And it feels like there's no hope. And people like this have gotten pushed to the brink and they've fallen in. They've they've given up and they've just decided I'm going to essentially lower myself to the level of the government. Yeah. I'm going to respond to them in kind. I'm going to use violence to uh, to counter their violence. And of course, it never ends up working out. Yeah. This is not a way to achieve a change, a significant change in the way things work. If, if what you want is to be left alone, if what you want is to be allowed to be free, and I don't know if that's what this guy wants. He might be a total nut job who is a psychopath. He certainly seems like one. Uh, but, I think you'd uh, have to be to shoot somebody. I, I agree with that, but I think that you don't start that way. I think that yeah. there's a certain path that you start going down where nobody's checking you. Maybe he lives all alone or something like that, and, and you don't have any anybody else to bounce off of or to talk to, uh, to sort of ground you, and then you you just go down this this road where all you're thinking about is how you can strike back. And you could be very intelligent about something oh, like most that. Most people like who was it? The Unabomber who was a professor and wrote some. Like, was he a professor? The, I didn't know that. Uh, he certainly was well educated. I think yeah, he was it was a, a very well written paper that right. he wrote. It was scary, it's a manifesto, but yeah. it was well written. The guy that got into that plane and flew it in the IRS building was it last year? I mean, he didn't seem like a dimwit. Uh, he oh, was yeah, just pushed very beyond. Smart. He was right. He was pushed beyond the brink, and once someone gets to that point, they feel like they're out of options, like a cornered animal, basically. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Your thoughts are welcome. You can bring up anything as well. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Eight hundred. 259-9231. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free to take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Features, by the way, including the archives. We've got a lot of them there. In fact, going all the way back to 2006, you can go to freetalklive.com and get the last week's worth of archives right there on the front page of the site, then click into the archives section to go way back. All of it for free and all brought to you courtesy of HostGator. Intern for Liberty. Make a difference, get experience, and get paid. The Institute for Humane Studies is seeking undergraduate, graduates, and recent graduates for its summer internship programs. They have internships in all types of journalism and public policy. The internship includes a, a generous stipend, which is you know, that's nice when uh, you're a college student and you've got nothing to do over the summer. It's hard to get summer jobs with the way the economy is going. So uh, that generous stipend will come in handy. Housing assistance, career workshops and training throughout the summer. Visit libertarianinternships.com for more information 
and to sign up and to receive updates and reminders. People who have gone through these programs have ended up at uh, 2020, the Cato Institute, um, all kinds of important places. Uh, and you can, you can too, libertarianinternships.com. So uh, we're talking about uh, the kind of the big news that's kind of striking here at this moment is this guy who decided to attack a uh, so-called representative out in Arizona and was then uh, decided to turn the gun on a crowd full of people, apparently ended up successfully murdering six individuals, and it's just absolutely tragic uh, what is uh, what has occurred. Uh, as usual, the news media is reporting on the politician and the judge that ended up being shot in this uh, and kind of ignores the remainder of the, the poor folks that were victimized by this guy. Not much uh, is known, at least uh, to me at this point, about this guy. I think John actually has a correction uh, listening to WFLA in Tampa. John, you're on Free Talk Live. John? Can you hear me okay, first of all? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, yes sir, sir, go ahead. Excellent. Yeah, I just got off the phone earlier with uh, Fox News, with uh, Katie Kirk's staff, and now it's Gerald's turn. What's happening here, I'm looking at the guy's homepage, and I think the U.S. Marshals pulled, pulled it down. I can, I can screen cap it and send it to you if you want. Well, his issue, his basic rub is that he is a believer in communism. He lists the Communist Manifesto and uh, Mein Kampf as his favorite two books. That's a uh, heck of a combo. He had, he had a real problem with capitalism, and he, especially the way that the Federal Reserve had been set up. So this guy was completely off his rocker. Would have been a really good guest on uh, Coast to Coast AM. Where Where and, was his uh, website? Oh, uh, this was off of, of a YouTube page that I, I I've located and trapped before they pulled it down. Yeah, so go, go ahead and send that screen screen cap to uh, to me yeah, at market I, I will. at freetalklive.com. The thing is, you know, the Huffington Post. I had to correct them early on too because they said it was a, a Tea Party right wing uh, Second Amendment freak or something like that. But that's that couldn't be further from the truth. All right. Well, I actually had a correction to make here because I said that uh, he was planning an attack on the ACLU or had some sort of video, but that was not him. That was a different guy. Uh, was they mentioned this different guy in the same news article I was looking at? So that was not him. Um, and, and thanks for that. I appreciate the information. Uh, thank you, John. I'll get that to you. Go ahead. I'll get that to you. All right, right, thanks. Yeah, that's Mark at freetalklive.com. You can email him the, the screen cap there. Uh, the guy's name John Lofner. And apparently lived in a you know middle class neighborhood. The neighbors said that he kept to himself, would walk his dog, etc. And now this guy is still alive, by the way. So maybe he will get to make very clear what it was that was his motivation, because apparently, allegedly, he left a, a you know goodbye notice on his MySpace prior to going out and doing this. So I heard his MySpace, MySpace has been pulled, too. Yeah. You know, and it really makes me wonder, why is it that the uh, government does that? Why maybe they, it's not the government. Maybe it's MySpace or Facebook. Why do they pull those things? I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. If you have an answer, 800-259-9231. Uh, let's talk to George in Pennsylvania, because there are certain things that will push people over the, the edge. And, George, uh, you're going to tell us about something that happened today to somebody within the, uh, the Liberty community that is one of those things that could push somebody over the edge. It's really up- upsetting. Hi, guys. Yes, I'm really sad to report that a, a valued member of our community, a young lady named Sean, was attacked by her husband, reportedly, the reports are reputable, pushed down a flight of stairs, and when she called 911 to get help, her father-in-law, who is ex-FBI, squashed it by telling the police that nothing had happened. And now they have involuntarily taken her to a mental hospital. She's in the ER, and they're attempting to get her committed for at least 96 hours. Mm. Uh, 
this has just motivated the the online liberty community, and we are um, just k- taking out all the stops. So you've decided to arm lady. up, go down to the hospital, uh, bust in, and uh, start killing people, right, George? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a real shame to see this violence because that's just not the way forward. Uh, we are our own defensive shield. We just need to back each other up, as we do in the liberty community all the time. Violence is not the solution. And, you know, I'm just wondering, when, when's our Gandhi going to come out? Where's our Martin Luther King? Because that's what we really need in this country right now. Well, showing we concern for the... All this violence. Yeah, I agree with you. The violence is not the solution, obviously. I was uh, kidding. But uh, showing concern and getting uh, the word out, and that's one of the things that has become possible, is because of Facebook and because of other social tools on the Internet, like Twitter and things like that, uh, people are able to quickly pass along this information. It wasn't long after this young lady was uh, was committed that the word got out about it. And I think it was either you or Pete Ayer from Liberty on Tour that... Po- posted the phone number publicly of this hospital at which she's been committed and i picked up the phone i called today to uh, to get a message to her the two people i spoke with claimed that uh, one of the persons uh, said they didn't think that she was there they allegedly typed it into their computer and did not find it um but uh, apparently it has been confirmed that she is at the hospital i asked the question i when i called in i said well i'd like to or i made the point i said i'd like to leave a message for one of your prisoners and the woman that answered the phone was just aghast at my suggestion. This this is a hospital, and I said, "Oh well, it's my understanding that someone was taken and uh, in, in, is being held prisoner there um, after being involuntarily committed or something like that." And after I explained what I meant when I said the word prisoner, the woman had nothing to say. She just transferred me over to another department. the uh, The next person came on, and I made the same statement. I want to give a message to one of your prisoners, and again was re- kind of meted with this shock. And I explained myself again, and the person said absolutely nothing, just quietly typed in the name and said, that person's not here. Um, so it was like they – it was almost like they came to the realization like, oh, well, then I guess they kind of are our prisoner. Like yeah. they, they don't want to think about that because they're just hospital clerks and they're just doing their jobs. They don't want to think of themselves as like a prison ward or uh, warden, but they are essentially. Yeah, I get the same reaction when I tell people that you know my friends have been kidnapped by men with badges and – Instead of just like arrested and taken to the police station or whatever, they always need that explanation of what kidnapped means. George, where's the best place for people to go online if they want to help out uh, with getting this young lady out of the the crazy ward? As we speak, we're setting up a website at freeshawn.org. How do you spell Sean? S-H-A-U-N. Freeshawn.org. And you're expecting that'll be online when? Within about 20 minutes. I'm working on it right now. Sounds good. That's George Donnelly, by the way, from WeWon'tFly.com. And, George, thanks for calling in tonight. I appreciate the heads up on thanks, that. Thanks, George. Uh, it's, it's things like Thank that. You. you know, somebody who is peaceful, who is known in the community, they come along, they take somebody who you know, and they put them in a you know, prison cell or they put them in a hospital ward on lockdown, and they've done absolutely nothing to harm another person. Stuff like that could push someone over the edge. So what, what was it that pushed this shooter over the edge? What are your thoughts at 800-259-9231? Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can take control toll-free. Bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. Your thoughts, uh, welcome on the shooting today or whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. As six people are dead with more injured uh, by a, a madman who decided to spray a crowd after attacking a politician. Uh, 800-259-9231. You can also join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have the Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video to show that they are listeners of this program. You can see what I mean by heading over to shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to be on the Shrine. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of penny of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard at libertystickers.com. It's, uh, I, I actually have uh, one of them on my car from Liberty Stickers. And if you have a band or a business or something like that, Liberty Stickers can make a bumper sticker for you. LibertyStickers.com. All right, 800-259-9231. And by the way, joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Back to the phones and to the fun. Ladies, come first. So we'll talk to Jennifer in Kentucky, I think, listening to, yeah, Bowling Green, WKCT. Hello, Jennifer. Yes, I would like to make a comment. I think Please. you all are making too much of their political views. Like, you know, she stood for Obamacare, so, you know, that's the reason why she was shot. Innocent lives were destroyed today. Well, I was just it's saying that bad. because that's what the media seemed to be bringing up a lot. You know, I was going by what they were trying to portray this man as, not, you know, what the political reasons for it were. Well, apparently he like also that. had books about, like, you You got this picture, Mark, that somebody uh, sent you uh, of his, uh, what is allegedly his, was it MySpace? YouTube. YouTube, his YouTube, uh, where he claims that some of his favorite books are Mein Kampf and... Uh, Communist Manifesto. Ma- Communist Manifesto. So it's a very strange person here. I just think we need to keep in mind that innocent lives, living and dead, were destroyed today. Yeah, that, that much is true. It's certainly a tragedy. Prayers. I think our thoughts and prayers need to be with the family. And even the shooter's family has been destroyed. And look what he did to them. That's all true. You don't think it's important why he did it? I don't. I think it's important why, but he's apparently did this alone. And, you know, is it going to stop a a future shooter? Are we going to hunt down all these people who read these books and think they're going to, you know, kill a senator? No, certainly not. I think he just he went mad today. Well, I think there is a solution to this, and I think that, and I tried to touch on it uh, uh, previously, and that is that this guy's really reacting to the violence of the government as it stands. He might be nuts, and certainly in a world where the the government isn't a violent overarching organization that uh, you know forces compliance, um, then maybe he, you know, there still be people who do that. But um, I think that the fringe individuals in society's past have moved to frontiers. That when people became upset with uh, governments in say the east they moved west and uh, those kind of things so i mean I, right. I think that i think that there are lessons to be learned here and i think that those lessons are important here, here. if if i pray for the uh, the family of the nine-year-old that was shot tonight i may remember to do that tomorrow i may not and um but you know i, th- I think there's there's a societal lesson to be learned too i, I would agree with that uh, you know here's just an excerpt from one of the i guess his writings quote i know who's listening government officials and the people nearly all the people 
who don't know this accurate information of a new currency aren't aware of mind control and brainwash methods. If I have my civil rights, then this message wouldn't have happened. So he had 217 views on his YouTube channel. Clearly, this guy was upset about what was going on in the government, and he he felt like he didn't have what he calls civil rights. So any other thoughts you want to share tonight? I mean, I don't like what's going on in the government, but I go to the voting polls. That's how I voice my how's that, how's that changed? <laughs> yeah, how's that changed things? I mean, but that's how it works. I don't turn to violence. I turn to my knees, and I turn to the voting polls. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing okay. from you at 800-259-9231. And that's how a lot of people feel. And that's it's okay to feel that way. They feel like there's nothing else they can do. They they realize that they that this is their only choice. They're not going to be violent because they're sensible. They understand that that's, that's crazy and that violence only begets violence. But yet they're still faced at the voting polls with the choice between Crap sandwich A and crap sandwich B. I mean, that's a very frustrating thing, but they don't know what else can be done at that point. And I think there are a lot of people who might share that particular viewpoint. Let's continue with your thoughts and talk to, I believe we've got uh, Jane listening in w, uh, listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Hello, Jane. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Good evening, folks. Hey I wanted to point out there are a couple points I wanted to make. One is that... Uh, the congresswoman might not have been a target. She's a red herring. The real target might have been the federal judge, and it would be interesting to find out uh, since uh, where they were shot is very close to the Mexican border, if he ha- how he had ruled against immigration cases or narcotics cases, he might have been the real target. Well, so according it, to the story, they the story they walked up and uh, this guy walked up and shot the uh, the the congresswoman in the head and then yes. sprayed the crowd. And I guess you know you could call him getting lucky for with the uh, federal judge. But one would really have to to wonder how did he know that the federal judge was even going to be there? I don't know about you, it was but I don't sort of get a, cons- a memo on these things. Well, it was some sort of a constituents event that was going on. But that there, doesn't Mark. mean that you have any Why idea. Why was yeah. a judge the federal be. judge there unless he knew the congresswoman and agreed? with her policies, and what are her policies about uh, immigration. You use the term blue dog Democrat, uh, Democrat, and I think that comes closer to a Republican than a liberal Democrat. I don't, I don't even know we, what you're talking about. I don't there. know what a blue dog yeah, Democrat I is. I mean, I, I thought that was Okay, just... an old-fashioned Democrat. I was born in 1949. Okay. So there was a lot more liberty when I was born, and there was more than that when my mm-hmm. parents were born in 1908 and 1910. Um, another point I wanted to bring up. How many shootings, by the way, were there back then of uh, people, you know, mass shootings? Probably not as many, I, I would guess. I remember the first I heard I was in high school was the Texas Tower Shooter. It was the first that I remember. Mm. My father, who was born in 1908 in West Virginia, which has the highest private ownership of firearms and the lowest crime rate, believed that everyone over the age of 16, and he was born in 1908, should be forced to learn to use and wear a firearm, unless for religious or medical reasons, no. And he said the first year there would be an enormous amount of deaths, and after that, everyone would step softly. And I wonder if the other people in the crowd had been armed, 
how many that the shooter could have taken out. Thank it's a, you. It's a good question. It's a good question. I thank you for the call tonight. Oh, I didn't know that West Virginia was the lowest uh, crime, or was it know. in the I past? Mean, these kind of things always change. So I thought, I, I'll give her that. The nod Alaska on that one. and Vermont and New Hampshire were lower and have fewer. Gun, re- uh, gun regulations. But nonetheless, I mean, it is a good question. Did, did anybody shoot back? I saw a headline suggesting it, but I haven't dug no, in far enough. No, they did enough. not shoot back. Um, they waited until the shooter was out of ammunition, and then some staffers jumped on him. I, my question read, is, I saw a headline saying that there was somebody in the crowd who shot at the, the shooter. Well, if you get a handgun and you're out in the crowd, that's I mean, that if you're more like than a risk. Couple, yeah, if you're more than 15 feet away from somebody and you shoot a, a handgun um, in a you know a relatively crowded area, I mean you sh- you're guilty of attempted murder as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but if one of these staffers had been relatively close and taken this guy, you could have taken this guy out. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves. So people are, you know, still this guy is confusing, right? I mean, some people are saying that he has all these communist, the communist manifesto on his favorite books list. On the other hand, he's upset about the healthcare situation. Maybe it wasn't communist enough for him. Maybe uh, you could call him a left wing nut or a right wing nut, but I think he's just a nut. Sure. Um, and you know that that is he's what, a left winger with a concern about the Federal Reserve. It's very weird. Yeah, it's it, it is it's very weird. And the but. You can believe this will be painted with uh, um, by the folks that you know get to do the painting on these things. That as a right wing nut, um, I mean, he's not going to he's not going to escape that. Uh, you know, the, the right wing isn't going to escape that uh, paintbrush. I don't know. I, I think they escaped it on the guy that crashed his plane into the IRS building. Wasn't he a lefty? No, he was a righty. Well, I believe he was a lefty. If he was a lefty, it came out far too late in the media cycle for people to really catch on. I see what on. you're saying. 800-259-9231. That's a number you can share your thoughts. They're certainly welcome. You can bring up uh, something on this or anything you want. You can take control of the airwaves, and that's why we call this show Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition. 800-259-9231. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, just shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. It's the same great Amazon with the same awesome deals and free super saver shipping and used items in dozens of categories. You're just entering through our special link, and that'll allow us to take a portion of what Amazon would normally take as profit. So go to amazon.freetalklive.com to get your shopping done as we continue here with Jill in, I believe, New Hampshire. Jill, you're on Free Talk Live. Jill in New Hampshire, going once. Hello? Hey, Jill, you're on the air. Yeah, Derry, New Hampshire. Derry, okay, what's on your mind tonight, Jill? Um, actually, I'm way up, way, way, way off the topic tonight, but I, I was curious. Um, are you involved in the Free State Project? Yeah, are how, you- how are you listening to the show tonight? Well, I'm listening actually through RTR.org, Restore the Republic. 
Yeah. I didn't know they had live uh, internet streaming there. I, didn't, I had no idea we were on through that website, so that's good to yeah. know. Somebody, somebody posted it and it said, you know, streaming live, and I clicked on it because on the, on the, um, on the site it said, no state project, and I thought, I don't know what that means, but I clicked on it and it was ah. you guys, and I don't know why it says no state. Yeah, project. the no state project is another radio show hosted by our friend Mark Stevens, uh, the the creator of Adventures in Legal Land, which is an excellent book. Uh, he normally hosts that on Saturday afternoons at LRN.FM, but nonetheless, but he's out in Arizona. Yeah, um, but yeah, we are in New Hampshire. Those of us on this program, and this is actually Free Talk Live. That's what you're listening to uh, tonight. And uh, all three of us are actually members of the the participants in the Free State Project. Good. Then you're the people I guess I want to talk to, because I've been researching this. I heard about it. Actually, it came about through rtr.org, and I, I found out about the Free State Project, and I'm like, wait a minute, I live in New Hampshire. What the heck is that all about? So I started to research it. The one thing I cannot figure out, and maybe you can tell me this, hmm. is what is the Free State Project? Why is New Hampshire a free state? What, what is the criteria for that? Well, um, the Free State Project was an idea cre- uh, created by a college professor to move 20,000 liberty-loving individuals to one particular state. And the idea being that, uh, you know, an- uh, creating enough synergy that uh, you would actually see some some palpable differences in that state. And, um, you know, so far, they've got we've got uh, 10,600 signers or so to the Free State Project. If you want to sign, you can go to freestateproject.org. And those people that uh, have all, some people have already picked up and moved uh, early movers. Probably, I think I think it's listed at eight hundred, nine hundred, something like that. People have already picked up and moved for the free state. Uh, That's project. not entirely accurate, Mark. That oh, number wow. includes what people they, that, that already lived here. Okay. Um, so what, it's they enticing the, what is it about New Hampshire that they are using to entice these people to come here? What is, what is so free about New Hampshire? I mean, we have chemtrails, we have GMOs. <laughs> We, we have to deal with the federal government just like everybody else. Yeah, I'm no fan what of is, the uh, the federal government, certainly. I, that's a good question. The uh, Did you mention the 10 states, Mark? I was a little distracted. Uh, I, um, were, I didn't mention that. There the, were 10 candidate yeah, states. Yeah, there were 10 candidate states. Uh, they were all small states, low population. Small population, not necessarily small states. Some of the states were very large, like Wyoming, which is huge. Right, but they don't have a large population. Correct. And so the 10 states essentially were vying for, and the supporters of each of those, because each ten, state obviously had people living in it and people that supported it being the chosen state and new hampshire ended up winning the vote there was a vote held landslide at five thousand when five thousand members were reached they all voted and well not all of them voted but they had the opportunity to vote i think about half of them actually ended up um, actually voting and new hampshire real voting (laughs) yeah new hampshire overwhelmingly won and for good reason um now were either of the two of you involved in that vote uh no Okay, I was, and what they did was they sent out a like a I guess a brochure which had at least a page for each of the states with reasons why you should choose that state. And uh, New Hampshire's just overwhelmingly knocked them all out of the park. They uh, the folks from New Hampshire came up with 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire, and they really just went down the laundry list of the the benefits of living in New Hampshire. The funny thing is uh, that, uh, Jill, that there are these people that live in New Hampshire, they've lived here their whole lives, they don't realize how good they've got it here. Like, it it really is, in many ways, a lot better and a lot freer in New Hampshire than the rest of the country. And I 
you know, I could go down some of those reasons for you. No income tax is a big one, obviously. Uh, no sales tax is another big one. There's an incredibly, from a political standpoint, there's an incredibly great opportunity because there's 400 plus re- so-called reps in the uh, the state house, and that means it's pretty easy yeah. to get elected. Uh, yeah. So there's all kinds of things. There's you can go to freestateproject.org to actually look at the 101 reasons. Well, it's one of the featured you know, things there. I, I I did. I kind of researched it a little bit, and in all honesty, I'm uh, a asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what New Hampshire, a lot there. of uh, Granite um, Staters call I, people from Massachusetts. I'm sorry. Originally from there, and I moved to New Hampshire kind of by well, my job was moving, so I moved, and that was mm-hmm. that, and never thought much of it. But I've been here 30 years now, and so I hear all these people talking, and I, you know, and I'm thinking. What are they talking about? I don't get it. Now, I understand there's no income tax, there's no sales tax, and that's wonderful. But the thing, you know, as far as really, really um, huge, I'm, I, it was funny because I was reading about chemtrails, and I'm thinking, ah, not in New Hampshire. You know, we're a free state. We're good. Well, I think that's mostly yeah. I think that's mostly paranoia, and we've had people calling about the the chemtrails over the years. I think there are a few examples of you know some government spraying things over populations. It happened to us in Florida with the malathion spraying, but everybody knew it. I mean, it wasn't like a in the in the dark kind of secret thing. I think a lot of people look up at the sky and they see contrails, and they, and they have changed with the uh, with the advent of new and different uh, jet technology. Yeah, there, there's well, the really other- nothing really persuasive out. Out there to suggest that everybody is being basted in chemicals every single day. I think it's that's a little paranoid. I mean, I, I all right, agreed to some extent. I would agree with that. But, but yeah. I share your concerns you know, about the federal I mean, government, and I thing, share your, Jill. No, Greg. Greg was a co-sponsor of Bill um, S five ten, which is. What's that Me. one? I forget them all. Is that uh, the food bill? The food safety bill. Right, yeah, and you know, and yeah. it was a terrible Which, bill. Um, agreed that the, uh, the when when you're talking about the the representatives and senators that New Hampshire has put towards the uh, the you know United States House and Senate, they're they kind of stink. Yeah, they're thugs, um, just I like mean, everybody else. They managed to percolate to the uh, you know the, the the political game is a game of ravenous thieves and killers. So those yeah. are the people <laughs> that managed to percolate to the top. Um, right. You know, you the the normal guy just does doesn't have what it takes in order to 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 play in that game. Somebody who but might sit on a town council, for instance. When is you're not- talking about the state government, on the other hand, you're talking about um, a much more controlled uh, environment than most state governments are. I will I will give you that. And the thing is, I'm not here. I'm not here to to. I'm not trying to downgrade it in any way. And sure. I, I just was curious. I'm thinking. What am I missing, you know, that all these people are talking well, about? They're not because- coming here because it's the promised land. They're coming here to right. make it the promised land. Right. It's yeah. a project. Okay. It, it, it takes a lot of people to get a movement like this going because, you know, we've seen just today in other states, if you're just the lone guy, then you get pushed to extremes that the only thing you can do is, like, mass kill people. So it's getting people here to try and do it peacefully before people are pushed to that edge. And so, Jill, from what I'm hearing you say, it's, uh, do you have a better understanding now that we've had a chance to talk to you about I what do. the Free State Project is? Yes, I do. So, I mean, that, that's the thing is, that, you know, no matter how much time I spent online, even at the different sites with the uh, Liberty sites and all that, mm-hmm. I could not get a definition 
of, uh, you know, I kept thinking, well, what makes New Hampshire a free state? It's I not. Know it's not a free state. I've been living here long enough to figure that out. Right. Just to make it clear, <laughs> it's not the free state. It's the free state project. So it's our project. It's our life's work, essentially, to come here and to get involved in the community and get uh, do different things, different sorts of activism, everything from politics to civil disobedience to media out and outreach and things like that, uh, to create the free society, to create the so-called free To bring free freedom state. to everybody in New Hampshire and then hopefully. Yeah. To set a uh, an example for the rest of the United States and the rest of the world of a what what a free state can do. So, Jill, uh, well, the base- it, Go ahead. at this point, are we like under the gun? Are we are we like under the microscope? And, what do you mean by the, we under the microscope? I don't know what you mean. Uh, you know, in the in the uh, sense of it, you know, we have to show that this works, and that, and that you know that we are a free state, and things are better or easier. You know, well, people are, are going to be paying attention. Right. I mean, people, people are, have already called the Free State Project a failure. I mean, you know, they, they did it years ago. Ah, it failed. And, you know, I mean, there's still people moving <laughs> yeah, here, though. Whatever. You know, they coming. can say that if they want. But there were there were more than a dozen uh, Free State Project participants elected to the New Hampshire State House uh, this last mm-hmm. election. And a, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, which is a uh, you know liberty oriented group here yep. in New Hampshire. There were more than um, more than 100 uh, representatives that were endorsed by them. So that's more than a quarter of them are, in fact, liberty-oriented candidates. I'll tell you what, Jill. Here's what I'd suggest. Go to freestateproject.org, and there's a forum there. There's some interesting folks over there. You're certainly welcome to, to, uh, to chit-chat with oh, them. Oh, I've been there. You have okay, yeah. So that's a useful place to go. Um, Meg and myself, we blog over at freekeen.com. It's uh, we live in the the Keen area, and that's kind of a, a local blog where you can see some of the things that are going on here. Um, and those are just two websites. There are more. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The Liberty Community thank here you. is uh, is fairly decent sized and it's getting bigger. Uh, more coming up. Hour two's next. It's Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231, and that number is uh, brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 800-259-9231. Live Saturday show tonight. It's Ian here. And Meg. And Mark. Uh, by the way, we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com, where you'll find that there are a lot of features, and we give them away. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for their sites. Ours is free, so enjoy at freetalklive.com. Uh, some pretty sad news in the news today. We talked about it last hour, and it's still on the, still certainly on the table for discussion. Is this maniac who decided to attack uh, a politician, and I guess it ended up killing a judge who was nearby, and apparently also killed approximately six total people. Um, you know, murdered these people, and then there are others who have been shot but are still alive. They're in the hospital, maybe around another ten or so. I don't have the number in front of me, but definitely uh, the sheriff reporting six dead as of uh, an hour ago. That may have changed. Certainly would like to get your thoughts in general at 800-259-9231. But also, we're looking into who this guy is. Who is this uh, this killer? The Jared man- Lee 
Lochner. Lochner. Lochner? Lochner. John Lochner, who is a fairly young man, uh, had himself a MySpace uh, MySpace page. He posted a goodbye prior to going out and doing this. Uh, It took place in a Safeway parking lot, apparently, as I understand it. And uh, and so it's just absolutely tragic. I mean, it's not tragic because some uh, politician was murdered, which is certainly what the the gov- the you know the government lackey news media is focusing on. It's tragic because anybody was murdered. Human beings uh, were murdered. And so, what did this guy think? What was it that was his motivation? What was he into? We found out last hour that, according to his YouTube profile, which I thought they had taken offline, not true. It is still online, and apparently not very many people have found this, because right now uh, the guy only has, oh wait, 300 views. I've heard that YouTube has yeah. this 300-view thing. Well, they have, like, uh, whenever we would get massive amounts of hits on videos, it would stop at 300 and then just sort of wait for a few hours before it would show the real number. It'll bump up to several thousand yeah. or something like yeah. that. All right, so he may have way more than 300 views, but right now it's showing that. He certainly that. didn't have very many views before he went and shot people. N- no. <laughs> um, and so we're going to actually read to you some of the... T- Mark, you pulled up... Because one of his videos is just text. It's just white text no, on a black two background. Two of his videos are just text. Yeah. I think three of them are just text. And so it's it's him writing on a video. And so we will we'll tell you what it is he has to say here in a moment. But I want to go first to... Uh, to your thoughts, and Brenda is on the line listening, uh, I think, to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee. Hello, Brenda. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind uh, tonight? First up, uh, I would like to say um, my condolences and our prayers are with everybody out there. Um, I am from Arizona, and that uh, it really hits hard when something like that hits in your state. Um but why would it hit any harder? I, just curious. Why would it hit harder because somebody was murdered in a place that is, you know, geographically close to you versus someone who was murdered in a geographically further location? Because uh, it, it's just um, unity. I mean, Arizona has hardly ever had anything like this happen, and when it does, everybody is just hit hard. I, I don't. I can't explain that. Okay, that's fine. Um, that's a fair I, answer. I can't not, explain, not be, go ahead. I can't explain uh, this, that I think the guy um, really, uh, I'm, I'm just at a loss of words as to, I think he just needs to go away. Oh, well, he's probably um, going to go away. I don't think you have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean permanently. <laughs> you, mean, you mean kill him? Uh, yeah, because oh. why should somebody take a gun that that and hurt innocent people like that? It's I wrong, mean, no doubt I about do. it. He he did the yeah, wrong thing. Wrong. Violence does not solve problems, but you are wanting to use violence to solve your problem. Don't you think there's a problem there? Um, no, I'm not trying to use violence. I just I think that the way the economy is and and what people are doing because of it, there's there's no excuse. What does the economy I mean, have to do husband, with? Whoa, whoa, hold my on. husband. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. What does the economy have to do with whether or not this guy should be murdered? Well, uh, it doesn't have to do with that. It has to do with people just uh, seem to be losing their mind because, um, say, they can't get anywhere in life because of the economy or or whatever. Okay. It seems to be a common excuse for people. My husband was laid off for a year in Arizona and couldn't find any work. So, of course, you know, we, we came out of it. We went and, and did something else. 
Okay. Why can't people use their brains instead of picking up a gun? And and that's why all the I, I understand where you're coming from, and I I, I can out. I can empathize with what you're saying, but it doesn't really address my uh, my question, which has to do with you know your support of having this guy put to death because he killed people. Can we go? I'd like to go back and get you know get your thoughts on that. Um, what what makes well, you think that it's okay to use violence to solve problems? Because that's what he did, right? Well, yeah, that's what he did, but. There was no excuse for what he did. So I there's mean, an excuse. He, well, wait, he, he had dealt. his reasons. There may he might be crazy, but you know, oh, he, yes, he had his reasons. Um, so, but what you're saying it's okay. It's you, you're saying it's okay to put else. somebody to death because you have an excuse. Those are just your reasons. No, no, I'm I'm just saying. Okay, this is this is wrong. He should not have mm-hmm. picked up a gun. No doubt, and hurt innocent. I agree people. with you completely. Do two just wrongs make you a have right? Issues with something? No. It okay, so then in that case, you, you don't you support... Feel like you should let him loose and go free? No, I don't want to let him loose. So. Oh, that, that's such a red herring. Come on. You know that that's not the way, what we're saying here. No. You, just just because you choose not to uh, exercise uh, you know, execution it's, doesn't mean that you're going to let a uh, criminal who's harmed people He could spend free. the rest of his life in prison and try to pay, well, you know, pay not, back yeah, these well, that's victims. Fine. Let him Let him stay in prison. Okay. But I, I think that he has issues that... Well, my husband has Oh, boy, does he have issues. Oh, yeah, he does. We're going to re- actually read some you know, of his words to you here in a moment. Brenda, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. So she doesn't support uh, execution. That's good. She just wants him to go away. Because uh, execution yeah. is very problematic, isn't it, Mark? Well, there's a lot of problems with execution. Even, you know, it looks like this guy's guilty. And I have a difficult time feeling terrible about guilty people getting executed. The problem is, is that uh, more than 200 people have been released from death row since uh, 1971 when they brought the uh, the death penalty back. And what that says to me is that there probably were people on death row executed since 1971 that were innocent. If they put them on death row, they clearly made a mistake. And... You know, the judicial system, certainly not flawless. Uh, all you have to do is watch some of these, uh, these uh, you know, shows on A&E and that kind of thing, and you'll find all kinds of people no, who have been executed. No, just go to a courtroom and watch how ridiculous the justice yeah. system is. But nobody is. here has gone to a courtroom and watched it. They watch... Uh, CSI. Judge Judy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they believe that they know what a courtroom is like, and it's nothing like that. So, um, but yeah. But wait a minute, Mark. This guy I'll was caught on video. the death penalty when people are perfect. This guy was caught on video... He did it in front of a crowd of onlookers. I mean, there's no doubt this is the this is the killer. So uh, I guess you have to go into other areas. I want to read his his stuff here, and I think that's important. But you'd have to ask, um, you know, is is the death penalty worth it at that point? Is does it work? Is it did it, did it deter this guy? Surely he doesn't think that he was going to get away with it, did he? No, no. absolutely not. He he put his goodbyes up there when he went. So it costs MySpace. more to execute somebody than it does to keep them in prison for life because of the United States judicial system. You don't get to change that. You can't say, "Oh well, with, uh, you know, if the United this judicial system was good, it's not um, that it wouldn't cost more because it it does. So it costs you know millions more to try to execute somebody than it does to keep them in prison. Seems to me that we should exercise the fiduciarily responsibility responsible action, which is to keep them in prison for the rest of their life. And that is a real punishment, too. I mean, doesn't the death penalty actually get Lots them of out of it? prisoners execute themselves. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, that says how bad life, life in prison is. I, I couldn't suck. imagine staying in a box. But uh, is Arizona, do they have the death penalty? I believe they're the one state with the firing but, squad. No, I thought that was Ooh. Utah. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I could be mistaken, and that may not even exist anymore. That might have been you know, the turn of the decade or something like that, or the other turn of the decade. Well, don't. Doesn't New Hampshire still have, like, the electric chair or something like that? Is um, New Hampshire gas? I don't know. I don't, I'm trying or, not to keep, I don't know. keep close track of these things. They haven't executed somebody since the 30s in New yeah, Hampshire. Yeah, I know. 
Aren't they going to execute that uh, guy that killed the cop, though? I think they I think they have a uh, a death chamber that they actually keep up, which just goes to show the waste in taxpayer money. Just here. in case someone you know, kills building a cop. A, building a death house that, you know, that they haven't used in seven decades. Because, you know, the police are more important. They're better human beings than the rest of us. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, their, their murderers should be put to the chair. Uh, yeah, it's just a bad idea all around for pragmatic reasons. And also, I think from a moral standpoint of you're just perpetuating the cycle of violence if you use violence to react to violence. That's what this guy did. Don't lower yourself to his level. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go, and the features there are completely free. We've got news updates, so if you want to be kept in the loop as to what's going on with Free Talk Live, you can go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. There are different ways to receive that information. There's email, which is, in my opinion, the best way. There's also Facebook uh, as well as Twitter. And you can get signed up for any one of those three or more than one if you'd like. It's all free for you. News.freetalklive.com. How does Cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a Cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, much more. There'll certainly be some speeches and some debates and some panels and that kind of thing. Um, the ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey, November 2011, but you need to reserve your berth right now. There are The, the berths are as low as uh, $535, double, double occupancy, but they won't stay that way. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. It's cruise.freetalklive.com. All right, so we're going to continue here, and we will, I promise you, we will get to some of this crazy. Uh, We're just going to stop, we're just going to have to stop taking phone calls at at some point to just read some of this gunman's madness uh, that he posted on his YouTube channel. The gunman who, in case you're just, you know, coming out of, uh, you you haven't heard the news, coming out from under a rock like I was. I hadn't heard it until I walked in before the the show tonight, pretty much. Uh, Actually, it was on TV earlier while I was in in the bar with some friends, but... uh, uh, 800-259-9231 is the number for your thoughts. I want to continue with your calls here, but we'll read some of his crazy in just a moment. Uh, first, Steve is on the line, been waiting patiently in Oklahoma, listening in Enid to KGWA. Hello, Steve. Steve, Steve you got to turn down your radio and listen on the phone. That way you know when we're talking. Hopefully you are there, Steve. Let's put. Let's turn him down. Let's put Steve back on hold. He's he's listening on his radio. You can hear it in the background. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. When you call talk show, you it's best to listen on the phone. Uh, turn the radio all the way down and listen on the phone because there's that seven second delay or six second delay that makes things very confusing. Uh, mean, meantime, let's talk to Jim listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Jim. Jim in Tampa. Uh, yes, I am. There you are, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just don't agree with the idea that uh, it's perpetuating violence if this guy gets a death penalty. 
I think it ought ought to be up to a jury of his uh, peers and depend on the seriousness of the crime, uh, whether it's premeditated or not. And, of course, I just got off work, so I'm kind of just trying to catch up here. But uh, based on what I'm hearing about, you know, what was posted on YouTube and everything, uh, sounds like to me it was definitely premeditated. I'd agree with that. Oh, yeah. There's and, no doubt uh, about it. I, this guy is a crazed killer who thought this out in advance, prepared for it, went and, and then shot up multiple people. But isn't putting somebody on death row premeditated murder? Putting somebody on death row? Yeah, if you... Uh, I, no, I, I think that uh, I actually come from a state where they actually have an express line to the, uh, you know, to the, uh, uh, from Texas, you know, where they have an express line for that kind of thing. So how's that working uh, out in Texas? Is the, murder, is the murder rate lower in Texas? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. I live in the answer Florida is no. now. The answer is an absolute resounding no. The death penalty is not working. Texas is the killingest place on the planet um, next to you know places like North Korea and things like that. <laughs> and your death and Texas your murder is? rate is by no means lower. Okay, so the death rate in Texas is not lower than other places. That's no, correct. So no, this is really about – isn't this really about vengeance? I mean, for you, if you if you were to just find that out, you were to believe that to be true, that the Texas murder rate is no lower than anywhere else, and they kill all these people, then do you still support the death penalty? Uh, yes, I do. Why? Okay, well, what if it costs what if it costs millions of dollars to take a case to uh, to, to take a person all the way to execution, but only costs hundreds of thousands to house them? Would you say that it's okay to uh, to to you know burden the taxpayers of tex- of the state of Texas in order to execute these people with this increased amount of money? I actually think that it's a crime to uh, burden the taxpayers uh, when you know when when people sit on death row for you know some of them as many as twenty years. Uh, they go through a uh, you know uh, appeal after appeal after appeal, which costs uh, millions of dollars. And, you know, and I agree, it, it does cost more uh, because of the appeal process. Lots more. So, would you say to get rid of the appeal process more? Uh, but it's definitely you know in a in a deterrent. Uh, if you know that, okay, if you but it's commit not. a oh, it's uh, not, But it's not a deterrent. We've like already this. made it clear that, peop- that Texas is the killingest place in the United States, um, and it is not a deterrent. Their their death rate is not lower. You can talk about a deterrent all you want. You're just wrong. Okay, so uh, if, if Texas is the most killingest place, I, I guess, in the United States, are, are you basing that on per capita? I mean, because it is the largest state in the United States. I'm talking States. about executions. Um, executions. Texas executes more, like oh, three times as many people okay. as Florida, and that's the next closest, as I, as I understand it. Right, right. But yeah, I definitely still agree with the death penalty, but I think it's based so on... So you agree, just a point, just to, just to clarify, you agree with the death penalty yeah. even though you will, you know, let's let's say you're accepting what we're saying and that Texas is not, you know, the crime rate is no lower right. there, it's so not it's a not a deterrent. And it costs millions yeah, of dollars well, And more. it costs more and you still support it. Well, I think that uh, what needs to be done is the reason, you know, that it costs more is because they sit on death row. And then so what they would go you propose? Pill after pill after pill. What would you propose? Uh, I think that it ought to be limited. I mean, uh, just like you're, uh, to what? you know, you have a right to a speedy trial. Limited to you what? you are convicted by a jury of your peers, you know, for a, uh, a horrendous crime. Such limited as to what? Premeditated. Uh, it should be limited to, okay, uh, if you can appeal it, great. One appeal. 
one so, about, that, what about do you understand the 200 people have been released from death row since 1971 and i'm not talking about released into prison population i'm talking about let go Total because they were innocent and then and that no, wasn't wait, Mark, in their first appeal right that was These my takes question. a very long time not necessarily in all cases was this in their first appeal it takes a very long time to under uncover this stuff because you have corrupt cops you have corrupt da's and they try to bury this stuff they want convictions it makes them look good i mean how many how many politicians today were da's at one point in their lives you know that if you're in florida or you're in texas that the way to get to be a politician i mean look at charlie christ i mean he's lock him up christ i mean that's how he managed to get into the governor's Governor office of well, uh, yeah, he's. I think the guy's calling from Florida, right? Yeah, but other people are listening, Mark. Uh, well, certainly, yeah, and, and trust me, I, I know, I know Charlie Chris well. So, uh, like I say, I, you know him well. I, are I you a friend of his? Got, in some ways, yes. Yeah. But, okay. So, okay. You know, so you're a politician, then? Is that right? Are you a supporter no, 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 of no, politicians? No, 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 not a politician. Uh, not by any means. I'm a working man. Okay. Uh, so, so uh, just to, just to recap here, uh, so even though 200 people have been let off of death row and exonerated entirely, just completely let out of prison after years, in many cases after decades of sitting on death row, oh, more than a decade, in uh, some cases, th- yeah. that uh, that these people were let off. You're saying all of those people should have had one appeal, and then they should have been sent to the the chair, right? There has to be some type of uh, you know. Uh, I don't want to say tort reform, but, you know, like I say, for them to sit there, you know, because is there any question this guy did it? No, I, I, don't, see that, no. I don't see that there is any question. But I think that the point here is, is that you can't fix the judicial system. You can advocate for no death penalty. Like, that's easy. Saying that, well, we need the judicial system to work. <laughs> that ain't happening. Thanks for the A call. A jury of our peers, yeah. those, please, those people want to get back to their families, and they'll say anything to get out of the courtroom. Well, it looks like a criminal. He must be yeah, guilty. Yeah, yeah. The, the cops say he's guilty. He must be guilty. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control. If he had his way, how many of those 200 people would be dead today? Those innocent people. It's Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com, where we give you the features, and they are totally free for you. You've got listening options there, broadband and dial-up versions of the show. We've got our webcam listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. You can also listen to our free-to-air satellite feed, as well as the 87 wonderful radio stations on AM and FM bands across the country. Uh, that carry the show at various different times. So get the details at listen.freetalklive.com. The Toda Sack it is a remarkable little uh, grocery bag carrying hook. It's made of 100% recycled materials right here in the United States, and it is an awesome device. You won't uh, you won't believe how much your life is enriched by having a Toda Sack. Go to totasack.us. That's T-O-T-A. S-A-K, no C in Totasac, totasac.us. Uh, take a look, uh, see what we're talking about here, and order, order yourself a family pack, totasac.us. 
All right, so 800-259-9231 is the number. Uh, you're welcome to call in about anything you want. I know some folks want to talk about the death penalty, but I want to just put the phone calls on hold for a brief moment because otherwise we'll never get to it. The, the calls just keep rolling in and we'll never get to it. I want to make sure that, Mark, you have a chance to read the crazy. Yeah. This guy Nuts. This guy that, uh, that committed mass murder today in a Safeway parking lot in Arizona is totally bonkers. And uh, so let's just jump right into it. He's got a YouTube video, a couple of YouTube videos up at uh, his YouTube channel, which we should give out publicly here. It's youtube.com slash class it up 10, the number numeral 10. So youtube.com slash class it up 10. And that's where you're pulling this from, Mark. This was uploaded three weeks ago. It's called Hello. And let's have it. Yeah, it's uh, Hello. My name is Jared Lee Lofer, Lofner. This video is my introduction to you. Now, by the way, I'm going to read this as I as it's printed. If you think that I'm reading it wrong, no, no, I'm not. This guy's grammar is just awful. My favorite activity is conscience dreaming. The greatest inspiration for my political business information. Some of you don't dream, sadly. Firstly, the current government officials are in power for their currency. But I'm informing you for your new currency. Somebody set us up the bomb. If you're treasurer of a new money system, then you're responsible for the distributing of a new currency. We know, we now know the treasurer for a new money system is the distributor of the new currency. <laughs> he did just repeat himself. Yes, I've just lost complete, like, what this guy's saying, uh, just in awe. Of, He's like, not saying anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wasn't know that what the same could... sentence three times? Wait, wait yeah. it gets better. At least twice. As a result, the people approve of a new money system, which is promising new information. That's accurate. We truly believe in a new currency. Above all, you have your new currency. Listener? You you read that sentence wrong. It's written, uh, as a result, the people approve a new money system, which is promising new information that's accurate. And we truly believe in a new currency. It still doesn't make sense, but you... (laughs) I inserted a comma. You read the punctuation wrong. wrong, Secondly, my hope is for you to be literate. He wants you to be literate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Wait I thought a minute. that was you saying that to him or something when I was hearing you talk about no, that. No, after a paragraph in which he repeats himself twice and just uses absolutely poor grammar. Just rambling on. His <laughs> next wish for humanity is that people would be literate. Yes. Secondly, my hope is for you to be literate. If you're literate in English grammar, then you comprehend English grammar. The majority of people <laughs> who reside in District 8 are illiterate. Hilarious. Don't control your English gram- grammar structure, but you control your English grammar structure. He says, I don't control. I don't control, excuse me. Your Apparently, I'm, I can't read this evening. This guy, uh, I'm going to bet he went to government school. Just saying. Anyway, I'm going to bet that he's got uh, chemical imbalance. <laughs> I'm going to bet this whole series of uh, text here is going to be made into various YouTube videos with I like different so. people saying it, like that one with Hitler or <laughs> you know, all sorts of crazy voices. It's going to be a good one. There's more to this, though, right, Mark? Thirdly, I know who's listening. Government officials and the people. Now, remember, before we came on to this, uh, when I fir- when we first looked at this, it was fewer than two hundred. Uh, excuse me, two hundred and seventy people had viewed this up to this point. So the people yeah. weren't, in fact, listening. Nearly all the people who well, don't know all, this. Oh, 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 Mark, they were all government guys. The two hundred people, <laughs> right? All watching. <laughs> Nearly all the people who don't know this accurate information of a new currency aren't aware of mind control and brainwash methods. If I have my civil rights, then this message wouldn't have happened. Now, that's have the, happened. that portion was the excerpt they chose to put in the news report that we read earlier, where 
despite all of the incoherence, despite the madness that uh, that you've just heard, and if, if there's more, we'll get to it. Uh, but despite all that, that line that line makes sense. Like he's saying, none of this would have happened if he'd had his civil liberties, right? I think that's I, I maybe I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what well, he's talking. It's an about. easy one to tie into, like a political fringe movement. Like that's just a sentence that you might hear out of one of those groups. So it's an easy one to use. Plus in, all the others you can't understand. So, <laughs> In conclusion, my ambition is for informing illiterate dreamers about a new currency. Huh? In a few days, you know I'm conscience dreaming. Thank you. <laughs> he wrapped it all up there very well. <laughs> In a few days, you know I'm conscience dreaming. Hmm. I, I think uh, he wants a new currency. It's like he's upset with the Federal Reserve because he yeah. wants a new currency? That's what it I sounds like. I mean, I, I can't decide whether this guy whose uh, favorite books are listed, uh, Mein Kampf and the Communist Manifesto, is a lefty or a righty. Or, I, I just think he's a, you know, not a left-wing nut or a right-wing nut, just a just nut. Just a nut. Just, yeah. Anyway, just wanted, I thought that was worthy of sharing, just to give some people a, maybe a window into uh, what this guy is this all about. Lunatic. Uh, so that, again, his video called Hello. And there's actually another one on there, so we'll take a look through that here and see if there's anything interesting worth sharing if we get a chance. 800-259-9231. Uh, we're going to continue here with your calls and your thoughts. Going to David, listening to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee. Hello, David. Oh, I apologize. He's gone. Let's try Javier, listening in Tampa to WFLA-AM. Hello, Javier. Yeah, how are you? Uh, bear with me. I'm driving... My wife and I are coming back to town. Please be careful. I'm on the road. Um, first, I don't. What happened? It was in Arizona. The tragedy. That's at, correct. At a that's right. Yeah. Well, that's tragic anywhere. And uh, I think the previous caller was like felt more connected if it was in their own state. And I, <laughs> they're, they're human beings. Period. So Absolutely, I'm with you on that one. That, 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 that caller's. <laughs> Yeah, what that caller had to say was kind of belied her nationalistic viewpoint, or actually, I guess statehoodistic. I'm not sure what you would use for that term, but this idea that the people that are within the arbitrarily drawn political borders are somehow closer to one another. They're more connected to one another. They just, feel it more. Yeah, it just makes no sense. Anyway, go ahead. No, uh, but your topic on the issue of the death of my wife, my wife and I are driving home and uh, got into a little heated issue. I think... Um, I personally don't believe in the death penalty, uh, but as she pointed out, I think there was a recent tragedy somewhere else where a physician's wife and daughter were brutally murdered and killed in Connecticut, I think it was. Mm. I'll uh, take your word for it. Anyways, but, you know, as I was saying to her, yeah, if if you were murdered, I personally would want that person killed. Well, that, that's me. Per, that's me personally. Sure, that's that's and, and vengeance. I would make, and I would make I would make a lousy cop. I'd be like Charles Bronson and Death Wish. Yeah, that's but that's society that's wise. That's vengeance. That's not justice. So yeah, um, that's, I that's, totally that's understand actual um, vengeance. But um, I think as a society, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I'm not up to date on this subject, but aren't we the one of the few Western nations? Uh, I don't think anywhere in Europe, or we're one of the few, you know. Uh, modern nations that still have the death penalty in other parts of the world. I think Europe, it's the only one. I think it's the only one. But, but like remember, you say, it, it, has, it, it, hasn't, it hasn't decreased uh, murders or, or crimes of passion or anything like that. Yep. No, it's, it's not mm. effective in that manner because p- the fact is convicts don't believe that they're going to get caught. The criminals don't believe that they're going to get caught for what they do. So and you know determin- that having spent nine, nine years in prison. I spent nine years in a Florida prison. I have a, I have a reasonable uh, amount of uh, acumen in this particular area. Wow. So, um, 
you know, I, I know they, they don't believe that they're going to get caught. And crimes of passion, you really don't care whether you're going to get caught. Yeah. I mean, At that if, point, it's like, I might as well die, too. If, if I'm willing to shoot my wife over philandering, and I wouldn't be, um, I'd say, well, you know, I'll congratulations you whatever. Uh, hey, thanks, I, I, I appreciate I the call, I, man. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. Hey, we want to give you the Totasack, a two-pack of the Totasack. We talked to you about it just a few moments ago. Totasack.us is their website. The number you need to win is 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105. Special contest line. You call now. You might win a Totasack two-pack. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want tonight. It's Ian here with you. And Meg. And Mark. And uh, we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Some of those features include the bulletin board system. You can go and get interactive with other listeners there, and there are various other ways for you to interact, including the main feature of the site, which is you. You create what the content is. You submit news items or uh, blog posts or YouTube videos. You put them up on the site, other people look at it, decide whether they like or dislike, and the most liked make it to the front page. So lots of ways to get interactive over at freetalklive.com, and they're all for free. Are your medications breaking the bank? As Do the costs of your pharmaceuticals just the weigh upon you every month? Free Talk Live has teamed up with Discount Prescription Services to bring you your meds at rates as much as 70% off and delivered right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com. Click Become a Member on the left-hand side of the page. There's no cost for doing that. All you have to do is go there, click Become a Member. They'll give you a call the next day. And there's customer services excellent. I've gone through this process. I've been at their uh, uh, to their offices to make sure that this is a legit organization. And it certainly is. It's meds.freetalklive.com. I, I'm, I'm sure that you'll be pleased with them. It's meds.freetalklive.com. doesn't matter whether it's Viagra, Cialis, Amplify, Boniva, Lipitor, Nexium, or Zetia. Or any other uh, uh, prescription meds.freetalklive.com. We have more, by the way, of the crazy from Jared Loeffner, the guy who today murdered at least six people in a Safeway parking lot in Arizona. Absolutely tragic uh, situation. And, of course, it always begs the question, why? Why did this happen? And I don't know if this guy will be able to explain himself in any coherent manner because we are on his YouTube channel and uh, we shared with you his one of his videos called Hello and just the crazy that it's just it's incoherent. It's incomprehensible. Almost all of it. Almost all of it. Maybe like 90 percent of it was entirely incomprehensible. And there's more. So if we get a chance. We'll share some of that with you here. But we're going to continue with your calls at uh, 800-259-9231 as we talk to, I believe, uh, Dave is listening in Wasilla, Alaska. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Hello, Ian and Meg. Uh, I... Uh... Uh, enjoying your show a great deal up here. Mark's here too. Go ahead. Hey, you know, I, I a couple of years back, I helped with the Ron Paul campaign in Alaska quite a bit. And as part of that, um, we ran a little booth over at a local gun show. Cool thing about uh, Alaska is the gun show was actually held uh, inside a high school. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I tell you what, what was what was not so cool about this was. Um, the guy that was helping me run the booth, I was a little bit familiar with him, and I had heard that some other people were very discomfortable with him. Mm. And I became aware in the 
fullness of our time together. Uh oh. And I'm sorry, uh, you said the fullness of your time together, and your phone cut out for a little bit there. Oh, I'm sorry. He he's he he wasn't uh, psychologically. He wasn't psychologically something. It sounds like you're getting Sound? a call waiting. Go ahead. He's, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't all together. Okay, it was it. a little bit like this guy we're reading about on the, on the uh, internet now. Got it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I became rather concerned because he was, you know, really into his guns, and and then he was saying some pretty crazy things, and I didn't really like to work with him in the booth. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, uh, about a year later, I uh, was traveling home from a late night uh, flight into the airport. And there was a bunch of cop cars and so so forth. Well, it was him, and he had killed somebody. Mm. Uh, and of course, the person that he killed uh, uh, certainly didn't deserve it. So, I'm just curious: what do you think um, I should have done under those circumstances? Should I have gone to some authority figure, to a government agency, or something like that? Or what? Wait, what did, I'm think? sorry. Did he specifically tell you he intended to do something like this? You know, it, it was it, it, all it was was uh, my awareness of the fact that, that he was he, he was pretty nutty. What were some he, of the things he, he was saying? Well, um, um, he um, a, a good friend of mine uh, who was a, a very stalwart uh, supporter of the Ron Paul campaign and a hardcore uh, um, uh, follower of von Mises and so forth um, was threatened with death. By him, and oh, didn't, he didn't. He didn't press charges. He didn't go to the authorities. Mm-hmm. I was aware of the situation because he came to me, and um, uh, so all of us became somewhat. And this could happen to your group in Freaking. I mean, it could happen to anybody. And I'm just curious. I, I had never given any thought before, and since then I've been bothered because I feel like that my inaction ultimately led to someone being hurt. So. Well, I don't think you can really put the blame on yourself for that. Yeah, I don't know what what you can, you know, because I I think what's worse than somebody, uh, than a crazy guy shooting somebody, is a nation that attempts to ferret out who the crazy guys are that might shoot someone. Um, You know, I mean, so there you have an injustice that is uh, blanketed by a much larger injustice. And if you can, I mean, if you can imagine what it would be like, the government trying to decide who's dangerous and who's not, um, recently the Secret Service, I think it was a couple of days ago, visited a UFC, that's the Unlimited Fighting Championship or whatever they, these guys are, Ultimate Fighting Champ- yeah. Championship guys, for having said that he'd like to uh, fight Barack Obama in the ring next week. Um, so, I mean, you have this – the, the law enforcement apparatus is not set up to try to figure out who's dangerous and who isn't. It's just set up to lock people up. Yeah, I I, uh, I I've been bothered by this ever since, and I thought I would I'd lay it on you guys because I I think mostly well, like you guys think about everything, and I I am I am also chilled by the idea of a government predicting you know if somebody is likely to be violent or not because I, all of us would be uh, would be disarmed at that point. I was just well, curious what if you had any other thoughts or if well, any of your listeners might. Yeah, I think outside of the apparatus of government, this would be a great example of something that would work in the free market because we would have, you know, reputation systems. You and could whatnot. have a cr- list of crazies. Yeah, and if somebody gave you a really weird feeling... Who'scrazy.com. You know, yeah, I mean, we kind of have that within our own crowd. You know, there's the spot the Fed game, which it's not so fun because I think it gets a little harsh and stuff like that, but there are people who give you sort of a creepy vibe, and mm-hmm. so... People, you know, if a bunch of people get that vibe, they'll discuss it and they'll be like, you know, if this person's talking about 
becoming violent or doing something a little more aggressive. Or maybe they're just uh, being lecherous towards women or something yeah, like that. just and anything. The, the word gets around and people can ostracize them. But to specifically look at what Dave is calling about here, Dave, uh, you, you said this guy actually threatened somebody you know with the Ron Paul campaign. And this guy was supposedly in the Ron Paul campaign, but uh, which just goes to show that uh, political campaigns, it's awful because anybody that shows up that uh, wants to help, usually you accept their help without knowing whether they're crazy or not. And then all of a sudden you find out somebody's crazy and it's, that's tough to deal with. But nonetheless, you said he threatened another person and no charges were pressed. That's correct. Well, what would have happened had charges been pressed? Like what's the worst that can happen for a threatening charge, like a restraining order or something like that? I, in this case, I think it would have been severe. It was a friend of mine uh, who um, uh, also happened to be a federal officer and uh, is a hardcore freedom activist, activist but he's also a federal officer. At okay, that time, but, he was. And, okay, presuming and he so wasn't a federal officer. It would have been actually officer. a threat against a federal officer at that time. I, I see it was what you're actually at the door of my business, and, and I felt like I had some additional uh, responsibility because it happened on my own uh, on, on property that I was leasing and I was running a business mm-hmm. from that property. Well, okay. maybe things would have been different because he was a federal officer and that wouldn't be fair, obviously, because threatening's threatening. But, I mean, if uh, a threat isn't an action. It's just a threat. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously not as... If you, there's what, what reparations could you pay? Where I understand there's some victimization involved there because you, you could create fear and that uh, people could be frightened for their family and that sort of thing. Uh, but it's obviously... Well, nothing if they change been, their actions, then they've... Uh, as a result of the threat, say they decide not to go outside for a week, um, then, you know, what about their job and things like that? Well, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I am intrigued by the whole idea of the reputation, ostracization type process. Um, and, and I like that because it's certainly nonviolent. But nevertheless, uh, it's always it's been a tremendous conundrum for me, and I just thought I'd throw it in there. And maybe you guys can think about it too in the fullness of time. And thanks, and Dave. Come up I, with you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And maybe somebody else has uh, some suggestions or some ideas or thoughts on that at eight hundred. You, you bet. Yeah, hey, thank you for the call. The good work, Ian. We will eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Uh, that number brought to you by SACL CAI 1-800-259-9231. I mean, really, had he been charged with some sort of criminal act, criminal threatening against a federal officer or something like that, let's say the worst case scenario, he goes to jail for a short period of time, you know, a year or two, something like yeah, that. He'll be out. Uh, he goes to jail. He's going to come out. Well, now what? Now he's pissed he was in jail. Absolutely. Wouldn't I mean? Come on, the guy's crazy and anti uh, anti government in the first place. Now they're going to put him in a jail cell. It's not very likely he's going to come out as a peaceful man. It's possible. I suppose there's a remote possibility of that, but it seems improbable to me. It, so I would agree. So it's likely that he would come out and be angry and continue, you know, building his uh, collection of bombs or whatever the heck it is that he went crazy with eventually. And then he went out and he killed he killed somebody down the line. I don't think that. What would have happened in that criminal threatening situation, what Dave could have done versus what he didn't do, really would have had any yeah. bearing on whether or not this man Maybe just his... when and where. Yeah. So please, Dave, don't beat yourself up over it. You can't blame yourself for this. He made these choices on his own. You aren't responsible for it. It's tragic. Maybe you wish you could do something. I mean, we all do when people that are close to us are, are harmed or somebody are involved in these situations. But really, what can you do except... Keep your family safe. Keep yourself safe. Hour 3 is coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. A very wealthy U.S. citizen is predicting that in 2011, we'll witness the most important day in America in more than 50 years. He says it will change everything about our lives. The way you shop, travel, invest, educate your children, and even how you take care of your health and your family. 
Now, this man has made some outrageous predictions over the years, but he's usually right. He predicted the collapse of GM, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and America's biggest mall owner. And recently, he created a video, which you can watch online for free, detailing his biggest and most important prediction yet. I can't stress this enough. You should at least watch this free video online today. He explains everything you need to know, including simple steps you can take to protect yourself. You can find the video at endofamerica19.com. Although this video may be offensive to some audiences, it's worth checking out. Again, it's endofamerica19.com. That's the numeral 19. That's endofamerica, the numeral 19.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind by dialing in toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features completely free. So enjoy those. Uh, Tonight, it's Ian here with you. And Meg. And Mark. Again, freetalklive.com, 800-259-9231. General topic tonight has been the, the maniac the Looney Tunes nutter who uh, went down and, I mean, anybody that shoots people is crazy, but this guy really is, like, we know how crazy he is. We're actually uh, on his YouTube channel reading this man's writings, which barely qualify as writings. Um, he's able to type words. Ramblings. But yeah. uh, putting them together in a coherent manner is not really his forte. And on his YouTube profile, he claims he studied grammar. Hmm. Well, well, he just wants everybody to be literate, too. That's what he said, yeah. Maybe you're just too stupid to understand his work. That's true. It could be over my head. Yes. Uh, so yeah. we're actually, we've got more of his crazy writings. If we get a chance, we're going to share some of those with you. But more importantly, we want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think? 800-259-9231. Of course, the death penalty came up in this discussion. A lot of people have very strong feelings about the death penalty. And, of course, this is one of those cases where there's no chance. I mean, there's, there's like zero chance that this guy didn't do it. People there, people were there. They saw this man. Yeah, he held do a gun this. up to that politician's head, pulled the trigger. It was shot on a bullet camera through her brain. You know, Safeway's got security cameras uh, covering the parking lot. There's video footage of this uh, happening. So it's it's pretty clear there were multiple witnesses. This guy did it, and that brings you know to question the, the death penalty. I mean, is it okay to put another human being to death for taking the life of another human being? Is eye for an eye appropriate? And Mark, you say no. Uh, well, I, here's reasons. what I say: is I, I say that I, I I have there there are a few tears that I shed at night uh, into my pillow over guys that have done the deed and get executed because of it. However, when you have uh, you know executions and you know that uh, you know as so, a system, yeah, as a system, I mean, and that's what it is. Then what you'll find is is that you're going to use them. Yeah. The guy with the hammer sees nails. That situation, and then you know if it's okay for the guy who was videotaped doing it. Then it's okay for the guy that uh, you know five witnesses said did it. Well, cops said he did it, so it the cops, you know, and and it turns out at some point or another, it turns out you're executing innocent people. The cop and, lied. The witnesses didn't know what they saw or whatever. Two hundred people have been uh, exonerated from death row since 1971. That says to me we have a flawed system. This whole jury of your peers thing is not by any stretch of the imagination foolproof. And as long as you have a fallible system, you're going to execute innocent people. And the question you have to ask yourself if you support the death penalty is how many innocent people are you willing to execute in order to keep it 
800-259-9231 if you'd like to answer that question or just share your thoughts in general on the crazy shooter. Uh, as we continue here, what were his motivations? I don't know if we'll ever know. He's still alive, so certainly he'll be able to be asked. The media will be able to come in and ask him questions, likely, at some point. Um, but, yeah, well, but it's he- going to look like one of those interviews with Charles Manson where he goes, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just that crazy, you know? So, yeah, let's go to your calls, your thoughts. Fred is listening to Info FM in Abilene, Texas, uh, listening to KBC. Actually, that's KBCT. Where are you, Fred? Are you in Abilene? Well, I'm just driving through there. I've never listened to you guys before. I was just kind of listening to the radio tonight and happened to catch you guys. I'm driving in Abilene at this moment. Well, so, sorry for the shock then. What are you? What's well, on your mind tonight? Well, I was talking about the death penalty. I found the discussion very interesting tonight, but I am a pro-death penalty guy. I was, too, at and, one uh, point. Uh, I think I probably will be my entire life. But, um, you know, I'd like to ask a question to you or present a question to you. If, one point, if, though, I'd like to correct myself. It's KFNA out in Abilene. It's our brand-new affiliate. We haven't been able to officially announce them yet. That's why our board operator is confused. He thought you were in Waco. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, that's okay. No big deal. Um, you know, if this country put a policy in place where – we enforced the death penalty for all murders committed Monday through Friday, but we didn't do so on Saturday for murders committed on Saturday and Sunday. You don't think there'd be more murders committed on Saturday and Sunday? It is a deterrent. People like you always say, oh, it's not a deterrent, but th- there's no statistic or you don't have any proof of that. It's obviously a deterrent. No one wants to, to be uh, executed or die by lethal injection or firing squad or whatever, there are some people that will go ahead and commit a crime. It is a deterrent. Well, um, I, you know, we, we'd have to, what we'd have to do is we'd have to use science to find out whether or not this uh, Monday through Friday plan of yours would work. And I don't know. I mean, if you want to lobby your representatives to get that done, that's fine and dandy. But the evidence shows that the uh, that the Texas doesn't have, which is the killing a state um, in the union, doesn't have any lower of a murder rate than any other state. And in fact, um, I, you know, I believe it's a little higher than many many states that do not have death penalties. Mm-hmm. So I think from that you can extrapolate like. Like, I've got science on my side. You've got speculation on yours. And what, what science do you have on your side? Uh, you must have just missed what Mark said. Okay, what I was saying is, no, is that I there are states. He, I heard what he said. There are states that have lower uh, crime rates that don't use the death penalty than Texas that does. Like, that is a fair comparison, wouldn't you say? So why wouldn't well, I, you know, a person go to a different that- state? I would say you're no. I live in Texas. I've lived here my whole life. And I would say your numbers are skewed because we're probably the most populous state in the union and uh, Not quite. you know obviously we're going to have more murders in texas this than we by, would in a place like vermont this is this is by this is by populous that i'm talking about yeah. would you like yeah, me to pull out the numbers for you i mean i can i can get no, them up that'd be fine and i can tell you another another big will you change your that. mind hold on will you change your mind about the death penalty if i prove to you that states that don't have the death penalty um that many of them that per capita have fewer fewer murders than texas does no, I wouldn't. Right, so I why think, should I bother? Why would I go through the trouble of doing that? Uh, well, I think a big factor in, in your numbers there that you're citing that is so-called science is the fact that Texas is a, a border state, and we have a lot of violence coming into this state from south of the border that's drug-related that other states like Vermont or Connecticut do not have. Well, you don't think the drug dealers know there's a death penalty in Texas? Yeah, California California says it, uh, is a border state. Um, they don't use the te- death penalty nearly as often as Texas does, and uh, you know I, I would su- suspect you have uh, pretty similar numbers. Uh, you would suspect. 
I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> well, I just but I again, have a, yeah, if, I have a problem with this uh, idea that you know the Monday through Friday thing would work because there's states where you know they do not use the death penalty. So why wouldn't somebody just travel to that state and commit the murder? Well, most murders well, are crimes of passion, and so they tend to happen uh, in in the moment, which is why there's no deterrent for that. Probably because if you travel to that state, the person you're wanting to murder isn't there. But, well, you know, uh, many uh, many murders are committed by uh, you know people. Why don't people leave Texas and go to uh, Louisiana or Oklahoma? Remember, Texas is the killing state in the union. Any other state you go to that surrounds Texas, you'll get a le- more lenient sentence. Why don't they leave Texas, go and commit those crimes, rob uh, convenience stores, liquor stores, whatever they want, and then come back? I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. But, well, you know, you, one, of your prior, one of your callers, prior callers did cite the doctor. The, the reason why the reason why is because they are not concerned about the penalty. They're doing their crimes regardless of what the penalty is. That's the reason why they don't go to the states where the penalties well, yeah, are lower. Because it's either let's, you don't care what happens to you or you don't think you're going to get caught. Let's say that you are correct, just for a second. Let's, let's make an assumption that you guys are correct and, and, and I am not. I still believe that they're... There is a justice factor in, involved. Eye for doctor, an eye, right? Well, the doctor that, that a prior caller cited in Connecticut, which that actually did happen earlier this year, in 2010, his wife and, and daughter were brutally murdered mm. by a man. He said that he was not in favor of the death penalty before this happened, but he believed that it brought peace into his life. And I would say that if you had a family member who was raped and brutally murdered, in their own house, you would probably have a little different opinion on, on What would Jesus do? I'm curious. Are you a Christian? I am a Christian. What would Jesus do? You, Who would he well, kill? If you, it's interesting to note that most religious Jews and Christians, you know, people who go to a religious observance on a regular basis and study the Bible or the Torah, are in favor of the death penalty. Oh, because, okay. So because the majority of Christians say it's okay, then it doesn't really matter what Jesus Jesus would do in that case? And the Bible is is uh you know is has several examples of uh you know eye for an eye like you just stated. Mm. The Bi- the but what would Jesus say. do? I understand you're telling me the Bible has examples of this. I'm just asking you. I mean, I'm not a Christian. I used to be in the past, but uh, but I know that a lot of Christians will say, well, what did Jesus? What would Jesus do when they're looking at you know, what they should do in those situations? Because I thought Christians were supposed to emulate Jesus. And didn't Jesus turn the other cheek? Didn't he forgive? Um, anyway, thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I guess it doesn't matter because most Christians are for war and they're for killing and they're for the death penalty. So who cares what Jesus would do, right? More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kit Essentials Nutritionally Complete Drink. Providing your picky eater with essential nutrition and great taste in one drink. Visit us at kitessentials.com. To make sure your kids eat healthy, follow the five-a-day plan. Serve three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit daily. Remember, a serving could just mean a piece of fruit or a half cup of veggies. If your kids are picky eaters, ask a nutritionist about other sources. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. The number for you, 800-259-9231. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Meg. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. Grab some archives right there off the front page at freetalklive.com and go back all the way till uh, late 2006 as well. It's all free for you, courtesy of HostGator. 
HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They've got more than 4,500 free templates, well, included in the cost, (laughs) templates. Whether you want a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website, you can uh, HostGator HostGator can help you. They they have unlimited bandwidth, unlimited disk space, the free site builder tools we told you about, easy an easy to use control panel, one click script installs. You can get all that and your first month completely free at hostgator.freetalklive.com. Use that portal, get your first month free, hostgator.freetalklive.com. All right, 800-259-9231. You can uh, join us on the phones or dial or you know visit our website, freetalklive.com. We are here to take your calls about anything, but the main topic tonight has been the crazy man who uh, has murdered a bunch of people out in Arizona at a Safeway, uh, shopping, uh, Safeway shopping center uh, grocery store in the parking lot and actually has kind of uh, morphed into a conversation about the death penalty and whether or not it's appropriate to use violence to solve problems and, and all of the problems that are inherent with the death penalty, um, specifically that over 200 people have been let off death row across the country in the last 20 years or 30 years, Mark? It's more like four decades uh, since uh, 71. So, yeah, so about uh, yeah, about 40 years, uh, those people have been let off after having s- just sitting there and rotting away for years upon years, going through appeal after appeal, finally, in so many cases, being let out completely, completely exonerated. All 200 actually completely exonerated, right, Mark? Well, actually, um, some of those uh, people, like uh, about a dozen of them, I believe, were let go from Illinois through a pardon process. They probably weren't, um, they, they weren't really released in over the same fashion, but nearly 200 were. I think it's 212, 220 have been released um, since then, and you know about a dozen of them don't fit the mold that I've been talking about. So, uh, nonetheless, all kinds of reasons to get rid of the death penalty because the wrong people are being put to death. If they've let 200 people off in the last 40 years, then presumably there are likely hundreds more that have been killed, that were wrongfully uh, killed. In retaliation. I have such a hard time with this discussion because anything you say to justify it, whether it be, you know, like it's not a deterrent or these people were innocent, it's killing another person. You're killing a human being. Like, how can you accept that? How can you justify that in any way? I can understand defending yourself, but that's like in the moment and that's not murder. But this is murder. This is calculated murder. And have we not gone past barbaric times where we feel the need to kill people? No, nope, apparently just, not, Meg. And I agree with you. I mean, you're right. Mark and I are running through these pragmatic reasons. Yeah, I can't even play devil's advocate on this one. It's just it's killing a person. Well, so we're, we're running through all these pragmatic reasons, and uh, and maybe those are being persuasive to people. But I also agree with you at the very base level. This is using violence to to solve a problem, using violence to somehow satiate uh, your desire to see something bad happen to somebody who you believe has done something bad, and it just. In my opinion, I think using violence is a cycle. I think you can see it in so many different areas where one side uses violence against the other, uses violence back, and so on and so forth. And it's just kind of been like the history, you know, part of the history of the world, just continued violence to uh, to solve problems. Some parents use violence at home with their kids, and and that's a problem. I mean, we, we find that uh, violence just usually creates more violence down the line. And it's a shame that people can't let go of that. But then again, we are talking to a population of people that supports things like, like war, aggressive mm-hmm war around the world, which again is is all kinds of violence being used against people in many cases who have nothing to do with, with being violent originally. They're just being targeted because they live in the same neighborhood or they have the same skin color or something like that. 
It's crazy. So when you take out the people who have been pardoned for whatever reason and you're just talking about people who have been acquitted uh, through some kind of retrial or and have their char- charges dismissed, it's 138 people. Only 17 of them have been DNA ones uh, because of DNA. And the reason is, is because the court system has made it so very difficult for uh, people on death row to bring back uh, their charges with DNA to, to, you know, see whether the DNA evidence will make a difference. Also, um, when you're talking about many of these, uh, you know, crappy little hick towns, they throw that stuff away. Because they don't want to keep that evidence. All right, let's continue with your thoughts, your calls, and go to Robert, listening in Tampa, Florida, to WFLA. Hello, Robert. Hello, Robert. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Thanks for the compelling conversation. How are you? Robert. Great. What's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, really more so about the the prior prior caller. He, He was talking about uh the incident that he had with the with the gentleman he thought was or the or the man he thought was kind of rambling on or or suspected was was a little kooky or a little crazy and then later on he you know he witnessed or or that there had been a murder um, yeah the man that was uh, was sounding crazy ended up killing somebody uh, later on he threatened a friend exactly. of his and then later just killed somebody he didn't know and he felt bad about well, that well you you've also been referring to this man uh, in in Arizona, as as a crazy person, because you've noted that he's rambling on and he has these recordings on YouTube, which of course I haven't seen yet. But I do, I definitely do trust your opinion. Although, oh boy, we can read no. more of it for you too. It is crazy, crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. YouTube YouTube dot yeah. com slash class it up ten. That's his uh, yeah. username. I I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. While I don't have the actual answers, I have some observations. Right, it seems to me. It seems to me that psychotropics or these types of uh, Antidepressants and uh, and guns don't seem to mix. There seems to be, it just seems like every time there's a press release, and I haven't seen the one on this one, but at the bottom of the press release, they note that the guy was on medication or the guy was, was under some type of psychiatric observation and he was let loose or something like that. And it just seems like whether it was Schembechler back in the 80s or this this guy in Virginia Tech a year or two ago, it seems like one for one or even the... Uh, the uh, the guy in the military who happened to be a psychiatrist who was med- medicating himself mm. it seems like one for one uh, the, the, these these medicines quote, quote unquote or whatever they are whatever's in them I don't know if it's one yeah. for it's one like, but for for certain there are a lot of instances where people have been on these antipsychotics or antidepressants and they have gone you know cr- crazy yeah Crazier. I don't necessarily <laughs> think that's a fair correlation though like there would have to be more science into it because you know obviously the person's deranged or got a problem so they may have uh, started treatment well, for there, that or gotten treatment there is one of them I, I can't remember the name of it but the, the, there's lawsuits uh, you know they're, they're allowing now lawsuits against this uh, one company that produced produce this uh, you know anti, anti-psychotic drug or whatever it was in right. um, that uh, caused people to commit suicide I can't remember what which right. one, what, what it is well that, yeah that's really I, I am talking and I, I agree with with I'm sorry the young lady on the phone what's Meg. her name Meg Meg, there has there there has to be science. The, the science that I'm referring to is is that many of these medicines have as a side effect. Of oh, I don't rage, doubt that at all. Rage, yeah, rage, anger, and suicidal feelings. So that's that would be the reason, the science behind it. Whether you know they they put those you know those those uh, 
those side effects, you know, at the bottom of the bottle or in the top, or they're really discussed with the patient or not, I don't know. But oftentimes it seems like uh, usually when, when, I, when I get a chance to see some type of news, newsreel or clipping or something like this, it, it's just almost, I mean, I haven't, I, I can't recall one. We're going back even to the 90s or the 80s or the postal days. Yeah. Uh, those were Prozac-related or some other medicine. I can't recall. It's, the it's name an excellent so, observation, and I'm glad you brought it up because I hadn't been touched on yet tonight. And I thank you for the call tonight, uh, Robert. I appreciate hearing from you at 800 800- 259-9231. There's no doubt uh, a lot of these medications that are being prescribed to people are very powerful. I know somebody personally, we know somebody who uh, took quit taking Effexor and, and then shortly thereafter tried to kill himself. Um, so, And this is somebody who would no, not normally have done that. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And one of those features is our webcam. You can watch, you can listen, you can interact because the chat room is actually built into the same page as the webcam. So head over to cam.freetalklive.com. You can do all that stuff for free thanks to Memory Dealers. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers including SFPs, XFPs, GBICs, ZenPaks, and X2s that are 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. In stock, ready to ship via overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, 800-259-9231. As we continue here with your thoughts and your calls, we go to, I believe Troy is with us, listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, Troy. Hey, guys. Thanks for letting me on. Thank you, sir. I just have a question. Number one, I'm a Christian. Number two, I'm a politician, so I guess I'm pretty uh, up creek from here. <laughs> I had two for a tooth, and you guys were talking about violence. Uh, um, but it's always been my understanding, and I studied a little bit in college, that, uh, you know, death row is, is pretty, you know, obviously violent. But what about when you send the person to prison, and uh, it, it more affects them more on the bad side in terms of more violent, a majority of the times? And uh, You mean when they get out? Yeah. Well, that's a problem with the prison system. That's a problem with the way the government's prison system works in that it it takes people who, you know, may not have been violent. It puts them in with other more violent, dangerous people. And it's kind of like a, what do they call it, gladiator school, Mark, where they uh, they all teach each other how to do more crimes and things like that. It's not about rehabilitation. It's about punishment. And I think that's maybe a shift in in paradigm that needs to happen is where, number one, you want to help rehabilitate violent people and, and put them back into the world where people will want to hire them to where people will, you know, have an interest in helping these these guys out. 
Uh, and number two, have restitution as well, which is one of the things that the system is severely missing in most cases where victims, whether we're talking about a murder victim or we're talking about a rape victim or you know, obviously the family of a murder victim, uh, but the people that are, are victimized are actually being paid back in some way and in some, having some attempt to be made whole. In many cases, it's going to be impossible, but, uh, to, but to actually have something happen would be better than nothing, which is what happens right now. Well, or, now they get taxed for you know the fees to either jail this person or if it is the death sentence, go through all that. How's the guy? Say again, I'm so, sorry. I said it's eighty dollars. It's anywhere from eighty dollars to one fifteen, one hundred fifteen dollars a day to house a guy in in, in prison. Yeah. In local, and and right now we're just seeing more and more, uh, more and more guys come back. Obviously, because there's no jobs out there either. So uh, you know, leads me to say, well, for some, violent crime is down um, all across the board in the United States. So um, we're not seeing more and more sure. people return. We're seeing fewer well, and fewer small, people return. Small time burglaries and stuff. Okay. But it doesn't have to cost that much to house uh, people. First of all, the government's system is, well, it's the government, so it's really expensive and they don't do things on an econ- you know, a very efficient basis. They're not concerned about uh, incentives or anything like that. It's just spend whatever right. they can. It's the correctional officers union that uh, you know, drives up these costs. Yeah, so there are a lot of costs going up that are unnecessary. And plus, you've got jails that are full of people like drug users, uh, like literally full of people like that. Right. And, and you want to cut the costs of housing prisoners? Here, I got an easy thing for you. Legalize marijuana. You want to make it even cheaper? Legalize all drugs. Yeah, absolutely. So there's that prostitution. Let's legalize that while we're yeah, at it. Gambling. gambling. Uh, keep the those three pe- strike rules for like traffic infractions. And oh, stuff there like you that. go. Exactly right. People, anything that's non, uh, anything that doesn't actually involve a, uh, another victim, it doesn't involve a human, another human being or their property or something like that. It, they shouldn't be going to jail. And even in a, even a property case, they shouldn't be going to jail unless they're just like recklessly destroying things. And they don't care. If uh, most in most cases where damage is done, it's done in the heat of the moment or it's done by some stupid kid that was just having fun or whatever. These people don't need to be put in a jail cell. They need to be paying restitution to their victims. You clean all those people out of the jail cells that are nonviolent, that are people that actually haven't harmed others. You clean those people out and you'll have to shut down jails. Yeah, one of my best friends in the whole world is a, is a crack addict that has a uh, problem with burglarizing places every uh, few years and uh, that's just what he does. You know, he's addicted to this stuff. He's never once had to pay restitution. He just He's just spent most of his life on the uh, in, inside on the installment plan. So it hasn't that's stopped him. Broken system. Yeah, it's a broken system. Is how many people have been killed on death row, particularly in the state of Florida? Because I don't. You're right there. You faded a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't remember old Sparky being lit up in a while. You're talking about down in Florida. How many people have been killed recently? You mean is your question? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't remember the last two or three years. I, I Honestly, I don't know. I used to live in Florida. I was born and raised there, but uh, I haven't lived there in, in about four years. So thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Alyssa, listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Uh, hello, Alyssa. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I was actually calling in because I heard about the shooting uh, today in Arizona, and I mm. was pretty disgusted by it. And pretty disgusted with everything that's been going on in this country in the last uh, 18 months. And just, like, how difficult people have been making progress. Um, But that being said, the whole talking about death penalty, people who have murder in their hearts are going to commit murder. There is no way to prevent that. And 
taking another person's life should not be in anybody's hands other than nature or God or whatever deity you believe in. And so, you know, it's actually more cost-effective to house a prisoner than to um, inflict a death penalty. And I think what this, what this uh, event today should bring up more importantly is gun control. Why are people who are on psychotropic drugs and who are obviously having difficulties with violence and violent tendencies, why are they getting licenses to own handguns or, you know... What makes uh, you think they have a license? You don't, well, think, I mean, you don't think that licenses um, uh, make it so that people can't get handguns, do you? No, I mean, it's obviously way too easy to get a handgun regardless of anything. But you know, So what it, are you proposing? No, it's not. Because, <laughs> by the way, before you get to the gun thing, I completely agreed yeah. with everything you said. Just to let you know. Go ahead. Thanks. Okay. Um, no, I just think that it raises the issue of, like, what is gun control? Uh-oh. Are you still there, Alyssa? Oh, I, I, something appears to have happened to her cell phone. I don't know what that was. She's welcome to call back because I would like to to hear what what she had to say. It sounded like she was going in a direction. I don't want to put words in her mouth though about you know about possibly increasing gun control. So let's let's speculate and and look at well, that she issue. She was worried about uh, gun control by people who are on psychotropic drugs, and I I think that that's a really tough issue. But I'd like to point out that in the Soviet Union, when they disappear people into the gulag, they they'd say that they were mentally ill. Mm-hmm. That would be their way to get rid of them. These these people disagree with the government. They're mentally ill. So you know the. Uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, this country is moving more and more down the line towards what the Soviet Union was at one point. And I really find it disturbing the idea that um, perhaps the United States government would, if if you were, if, you know, I'm sure that there are laws like this, right, that uh, say that if you're on psychotropic medications that you can't get a license to own a gun, that they would then use that to deny licenses to people who would otherwise be able to own a weapon. I personally am a convicted felon, so therefore I can't legally own a gun. Is anybody within the sound of my voice possibly so deluded by the idea of gun control that you don't think that by midnight tonight I couldn't have a gun if I wanted one? I mean, it's less than it's less than two hours away. I guarantee you if there was somebody I wanted to kill, I could get a gun and do that. So your licensing laws in the United States of America aren't working. What do you need a license for if a convicted murderer, and that's what I am, can get a gun in less than two hours and then go on a killing spree? Your licensing isn't working. All it is I is control. Be, right. It, it, it's, it's control for people like me who want to turn their life around that says that I can't have a gun to protect my family. So I can't have one in my house in order to protect my family because somebody might, some cop might come in and have to search or whatever, for whatever reason, find a gun in there, and then I go to jail. Yeah, so just a hamper for the innocents. That's it, all it is. That's all it is. The gun licensing, uh, keeping never people from getting guns, it's ludicrous. All right, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You take control of the airwaves. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com.
This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Not going to give you the number because the phones are loaded up. People want to talk about uh, death penalty, gun control, whatever's on your mind goes here tonight in the wake of the shooting in Arizona with some nutter. And by the way, he is totally nuts. His YouTube channel, youtube.com slash class it up 10. We're not going to have time to read any more of his nuttery tonight because we want to make sure we've got enough time to talk to you. But you can. But there is plenty of it there uh, for you to watch. Uh, it's just text on a yeah. screen. It's, it's awful. You need read watch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we're going to continue here taking your phone calls. The website is freetalklive.com. And if I were to give you the number, we'd tell you it was brought to you by SACL CAI. Yes, yeah, SACL CAI. They're a company that does, uh, they handle your accounts receivable for your business. They do collections, early out billing. They purchase charged off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's SACL CAI. All right, let's talk to Richard, listening in Florence, South Carolina. Richard, you're on Free Talk Live. I was, uh, yes, good evening. I was saddened to hear about what happened in Arizona. I'm uh, on my way to the Ethics Committee and to the Judiciary Committee. I'm from California, and uh, I heard that they were going to be not doing any congressional business next week. Uh, Was that part of the news? Did you hear the news on your station, or or do you know? No, I have not. I've not heard that. that. But I did not listen to the newscast uh, this hour. Yeah, okay, I heard that, and I thought, oh, wow. So i got to turn around and go south, because there's a snowstorm coming in here into into South Carolina. So what were your thoughts? Well, um, I'm saddened to hear that, uh, you know, what's going on in Arizona. But still, uh, I think we do need to revamp our our gun laws. Uh, I think, uh, you know, someone that is on drugs really shouldn't have a firearm. And how are you going to stop them? Well, I, I guess if, uh, you know, it goes back to that uh, 1984, if, if a prescription is issued for that, then, you know, I, I guess it, they have to register with Homeland Security or so. I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you do? What do, you, how do you How do you control something like that? Well, I you think, can't. I, th- I think you, um, you know, that if, if the, the, the point has been made this evening that if uh, these aides of this uh, congressperson had been armed themselves, that perhaps this guy would have been taken out uh, beforehand, that, um, yeah, you, you know, it's difficult to do something with a guy who clearly has no respect for his own life um, in in these circumstances, but you can mitigate the harm. The only thing that the government can do is issue a license, a piece of paper, a, uh, um, a you know, to let this happen. But people that want to commit a crime like this, you're not stopping them by licensing them to carry or not licensing them to carry a firearm. If this guy was licensed, and I have no idea if he was, but uh, that's the assumption of the gun control type types is that, oh, well, we must have let him be licensed. Well, that's not necessarily the truth. He could very well have been unlicensed and had a weapon. Like I said, I'm a convicted felon. It's it, it's illegal in all 50 states for me to own a firearm, and I guarantee you I can have one by midnight. Richard, thanks for the call. we got to move on. Got a lot, of, a lot of people want to get through, and hopefully we'll be able to get to most of them here. Let's talk to Loretta listening on WGMD-FM in Ocean City, Maryland. Hello, Loretta. Hi. Um, <laughs> what upsets me more is that when these violent acts occur right away everyone wants to start taking away our uh, american freedoms from ordinary people instead of uh, looking at the individual who committed the crime i don't want gun control the criminal will always find a way to get the gun i think if more people more people had guns then like you said her aides or people, you know, who were around her would have taken out that guy. Absolutely. Um, 
And, and if there and, were no guns, it would just be something else. It, you know, oh, exactly. they just find a weapon. Well, if, exactly. If, if there and, were no guns, is a fantasy world. There are more guns in the United States of America than there are people. I'm just saying if they didn't exist. Right. Well, I'm just saying, you know, this is what the liberal, this is the liberal dream. Well, and then we'd have knife you control. You can't make it happen, though. In that case, we'd have knife control, and they actually have yeah, that in the UK. Yeah. And people yeah. are still getting stabbed. They have it in California. Yes. I don't like this rush to taking our freedoms away. We, we saw it with, um, um, you know, having to be frisked and x-rayed when you, uh, you know, want to take a flight. But yep. yet you can't ask an illegal alien if they're stopped by a traffic ticket whether or not they're here legally. Well, I, I you know I agreed with you up until the point where you talked about the immigration because I am with you. Their freedom freedoms are being destroyed all over the place. But I hope you'll understand, Loretta. And we don't have time to get into it in detail. It's such a deep issue. I thank you for the call. I hope that you'll understand that if you don't want freedoms to be taken away, you have to advocate freedom for everybody, and that includes the so-called illegal aliens, the people that in most cases are. Just just coming here to make a better life for themselves. I don't want to be stopped at checkpoints. I don't want to be asked for uh, for my identification. I don't want to be told, where are your papers? We have illegals coming in here. We must know who you are. I don't want that happening. I support freedom, and that means I support the freedom of people to cross so-called borders freely as long as they're coming, you know, not to hurt somebody. And, that, and that's not to say I think that anybody should be screened in advance. Let everybody come. And then like Loretta said, if everybody's armed, then there's no, or if a lot of people are armed, then there's, no, there's nothing to be concerned with. We live in New Hampshire where almost anybody can carry a gun. And as a result of that, you can carry guns openly here. As a result of that gun freedom, same thing in Vermont and Alaska, there's hardly any crime per capita. There's hardly any violent crime up here. Uh, so Loretta's right about a lot of the things she says. You just have to keep consistent on that issue of freedom. You have to advocate freedom for people who aren't you. It's a very hard thing to understand when it comes to immigration. So I can understand the struggle with it. But at the same time, like, just... If you have a dog and you put it at a border, it's not going to recognize that border because that border is a man-made thing. And you cannot, you know, punish people over man-made things because that's one man's idea. It's not, you know, how everybody wants to live their life. I want to be able to cross borders without having to be, you know... Suspected like a criminal, right? Like a suspect and shaken down, and it's just awful. It just gives the government a reason to control more people, as we've seen with things like the internal border checkpoints and all kinds of uh, stuff like that. And more of it's coming. Let's continue though with Stu listening to WFLA FM. He's in Georgia. Hello, Stu. Stu, go. Hello, Stu. Hi, Ian. How are you? Hey, you're on the air. Great. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, I just want to say a shout out to uh, the wonderful Megan. Hi, baby. How are you? That's the bad girl. By the way, I'm a former Marine. If I ever see anybody messing with you in Miami International Airport, I'm going to mess with them, girl. Thank you. You're such a smooth talker. By the way, I want to tell you a deep, dark secret about New Hampshire. Uh It is the most beautiful, wonderful state in the whole world. You guys and gals are so lucky to be there. I'm down here in Georgia. Well, it wasn't luck. Some North Georgia, but let me tell you. There's something beautiful about New Hampshire. Stu, I appreciate that, but it wasn't luck. We actually put effort into getting here. I mean, it was something we were very concerned. Well, I mean, it's nine months of cold weather, but there's something about the fall in September, those beautiful trees. Oh, my God. What are you doing down there? You need to come on up here. Go to freestateproject.org to learn more about what's happening up here. And, Stu, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And it is really pretty up here. And I lived in Florida my whole life, and it's really neat to have seasons. We actually have seasons here. Wow. 
I didn't know what those really were. I had seen them in the movies, but I, I had no idea. I'm still stunned by Stu's dulcet tones. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Ernie in Indiana. Ernie, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, Ernie, you're on the air. Go ahead. It's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm just wanting to emphasize how important it is to get all the facts in before we start making judgments on things. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a problem of late. Okay, thanks for the emphasis. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Ed. Ed, listening in Tennessee. But part of talk radio that's fun is we get to speculate. <laughs> and I think it's pretty clear that we've been doing some speculating. And I think it's pretty clear that the fact is, this guy's a nutter. The guy yeah. that shot those that people. doesn't mean he was on medication, though. He's crazy. We, nobody said he was on medication. Well, lots of people have suggested that... It's uh, a possibility. People, people, people that are on medication shouldn't, get, uh, shouldn't be able to get licenses to carry handguns. Right, but nobody said anything that, about him being on medication. We don't know if he had a license. We don't know if he was on medication. None of that we know. But we do do know he's nuts. And you can prove that to yourself by going to youtube.com slash class it up 10. You can see his videos and that will prove it. Uh, anyway, Ed, you're on Free Talk Live in Tennessee. Hey, all these shootings are always way overblown. But listen to this. Uh, y'all like this. I had to call you. The New York Times reported in December 2004 that seven of nine judges on the Texas Court of Appeals, which hears the most serious cases, including the death penalty appeals, were former prosecutors. One of the pertinent facts that, uh, uh, to come out of the 2003 investigation into allegations uh, that Chicago police tortured minority suspects in order to obtain confessions was that of 41 of 61 judges assigned to Cook County felony courts were former prosecutors. Other judges had once served as attorneys for police officers accused of torture. And then mm-hmm. listen to that. In fully 75% of the project's uh, DNAs, exonerations there had been a positive identification at trial and these other callers for the death penalty make me sick because if you are innocent you would want to be on those appeals until you die naturally yep thank Think you ed for the call tonight i appreciate innocent. it we got to get joan on here last 10 seconds joan you're on free talk live go ahead yes i just wanted to throw in premeditated murder and i can do it quickly i could say uh, there's babies being killed. Thanks for the call tonight. Day. We'll see you tomorrow at freetalklive.com. Good night. <laughs> 